joining me to wrap up the day's markets action is Craig Pfeiffer from Sassfin Well, Thank you so much for oh, your time, Craig. Now, uh, yeah, we have seen the market slipping today. Uh, the JSC just slightly, um, and we are seeing a sea of red in the U.S. markets, some red also in the European markets. And I'm kind of wondering if this is kind of a, a bearish tone or just markets kind of waiting for something at this point. I wouldn't think it's a bearish tone uh, just yet. We've had a fantastic November so far in the markets, local and offshore. Um, I think the JSC is up 8%, the offshore is up 6%, maybe the other way around. But, yeah. you know, they are high single digits uh, after a terrible August, September and October. Yeah. Those were all down months. Um, the market kind of cocking a hoop at, uh, or, you know, uh, at, uh, at the central bank governors uh, thinking that, you know, rates are, have peaked, uh. they're coming down next year. And uh, we even started to talk 100 basis points in the, you know, in the Fed rate next year, you know, and, until something changes. Yeah. But, um, I think, you know, we've had a great run so far. So maybe just a little bit of a breather. Yeah. Also in a week where, as you mentioned, we've got the Fed minutes tonight. Not that that's going to be any different to previously, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and even the next, you know, Fed meeting is going to bring you the same message. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, the risks are there for inflation. So... Just be so cautious. Of course, of course the, the hawkish tone that we are expecting, but it, that doesn't stop the markets from looking ahead. Yes, and, the, and the, the governors of central banks are going to be hawkish until they cut rates. Yes. They're not going to, I, I can't see them sort of softening up yeah. really too much before, before then. Ah. And of course, you know, Thanksgiving on Thursday is so a sort of a shortened mm. week. Um, do you want to start getting involved in, in trades when you've got FMC minutes, you've got yeah. Thanksgiving, ah, we'll leave and, until and, next and week. And Black Friday. And Black Friday, we've <laughs> got to be out shopping. Getting your shopping list ready. Well, talking about shopping, <laughs> investors have been shopping on the JSC. And they actually went for Telcom today. Uh, that share price at some point uh, surged 9%. Um, and of course, they released uh, their uh, results today and a cautionary. Um, saying that they are in exclusive negotiations with uh, a buyer for its mass and towers business, SwiftNet. Of course, when a company comes out with interim results, uh, just results in general, and and and, uh, and and the cautionary markets usually tend to hold on to the cautionary and kind of shrug off results. Uh, and I'm wondering if maybe this is what happened, even though the results didn't look too disappointing today. No, the results weren't, uh, weren't um, really disappointing. Yeah. Um, I think the market just like the fact we're getting a little more certainty of the yeah. you know, the direction of travel with telecom and its uh, m you know metamorphosis into an infrastructure business mm. uh, and you know selling off the SwiftNet business um, you know getting in a, a little bit of funds as well uh, will help will help them on on that journey yeah. um, as they as they change and, and, and adjust yeah. over time. So I think it was see that was the the positive bit of news the market took okay. today. And then I mean, what actually did you take out from those numbers? Yeah, I think it's a company, you know, they operate in the local environment. Yes. So, you know, firstly, you've got to face the, the domestic issues of a slowing economy, yeah. along with all the load shedding issues. Um, but they have been getting out there, broadening their network, mm. um, connecting more, uh, more subscribers. Um, you know, looking at the balance sheet, that also looks okay. Yeah. Their, their debt levels are less than, you know, two times uh, on net debt to EBITDA, which is what we look at, which yeah. is comfortable. So I think it's still, it's a company in transition. Yes. But 
the results looked like they were heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, their biggest strategic plan, and we've argued for you know many years that they haven't had any kind of strategy, yes, just been yes. bumbling along. Uh, and now it looks like you know things are starting to happen. Ah, all right. Well, let's talk about Coronation. The asset manager came out with annual results today, revenue falling 2%, headline earnings dropping 50%, even the preferred measure of earnings, uh, which is fund management earnings per share, declined by uh, over 50%. They did declare a final dividend, though. How did you digest those numbers? I think it's also uh, a company, again, yeah. a lot uh, you know, facing local investors yes. um, and, and their savings, and that savings pile, uh, you know, by all accounts, has been has been dwindling mm. um, over over many years, and they've seen you know outflows uh, from you know from their assets. So you know, for a, an asset management business, it's all about growing assets, yeah, uh, and then charging a fee on for managing those assets. And yeah. if you've got a dwindling uh, asset base, or yeah. maybe dwindling, but you know, slowly Slow, declining, yeah. or it's not growing. Constantly, it's hard to keep up with those, growing those top line numbers all the time, mm. um, and especially also where you know a lot of the funds are local, and the markets haven't really really done very much. Yeah, um, they you know they do collect performance fees, and but those were also off quite a bit. Uh. Um, I think with you know slower markets and just. They've been all over the place. (laughs) All right. Well, before we get to your stock pick quickly, let's get to Southern Sun. They released their interim results uh, today, uh, saying that a substantial portion of its hotels are uh, above pre-COVID-19 levels. Occupancy up uh, to 56.3%, but still uh, below pre-pandemic. But that operating uh, profit declining 3%. uh, Of course, they didn't declare a uh, dividend, but saying that they might declare a full year dividend. So uh, we did see that share price slipping almost 3%. Did the markets want more? Maybe they wanted the dividend today. But <laughs> <laughs> the company has been, uh, you know, spending some money on share buybacks. Yeah. Um, you know, they have sort of sorted out uh, their debt um, as well. So yeah. they're, you know, more, um, I was going to say geared, but that's the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> they're better positioned yes. um, to um, with, with their cash flows to, uh, to pay a dividend uh, at the end of the year. Yeah. And they also said, you know, two-thirds of their... Um, of their revenue comes in the second half of the year. Mm. So let's just wait and see how yeah. it plays out. We've given you a little bit of a something in the form of yes. share buybacks. Let's just be patient. Uh-huh. Um, but I think in terms of their business as well, again, you know, they've had some wins and, uh, you know, other areas have been slow. The Santon area's kind of been slow on the yeah. hotel side. They've had isolated wins like the Netball World Cup in Cape Town attracting uh, visitors and, um, and the Bricks, BRICS Summit yes. here. Um, but... Uh, as you mentioned, their occupancies and their revenues per room has picked up. Yes. Uh, not everything is back to pre-pandemic levels, mm. but heading in the right direction. Yeah. On the expenses side, there were a few you know, funnies on acquisition costs and the like, uh, which kind of distorted the expenses side a little. Ah. Um, but you know, I think overall, <laughs> you know, it's just a tough market, yeah. the t- lo- tough local economy. But there is some sun there. There is some sun. <laughs> well, let's get to your stock pick quickly, Craig. What will it be today? Um, Thermo Fisher mm. uh, Scientific. It's a, a life sciences company. Um, it it makes everything from it makes all the tools and right. bells and whistles to make science happen, uh, and for all those smart pharmacy people to develop vaccines and and all of the oh. smart things that they do. So anything from just test tubes to electronic pipettes to mass spectrometers okay. to all of those fancy gizmos and gadgets, um, 
gene sequencing yeah. machines and all of those things that actually help science to, to happen. Ah, well, I learned something new today. Thank <laughs> you very much for your time and for your insights there, Craig, and for that interesting uh, stock pick. Uh, that was Craig Pfeiffer from Sassman Wealth.